When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There have been calls for the legislation that's much talked about now, ending the early release of people convicted of terror offences to be extended to Northern Ireland. This is being debated uh, at Westminster, the Terrorist Offenders Bill. I want to speak to Doug Beattie, MLA from the Ulster Unionists, about this. Uh, Doug Beattie, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Um, th- this legislation is on the back of early release for Islamic terrorists who came out and who then attacked London uh, again. Would it would it stretch to the terrorism of all sorts on the, uh, the the mainland generally? If if dissident Republicans attacked London, would would they fall under the same legislation? Yes, they would. I mean, this is this is legislation, and, and the giveaway is in uh, the bill, the terrorist offenders uh, restriction of early release bill. So it's about terrorist offenders. That's terrorist attacks uh, against the state and the state's personnel. So it would reply to all terrorists. And what we really have here is uh, Westminster has identified a gap uh, in their terror laws, uh, and they are going to fill that with emergency legislation um, to fill that gap. But they've admitted to include Northern Ireland in that, and that is absolutely scandalous. Uh, and I'm of the belief that a bomb going off uh, in Belfast or Northern Ireland uh, is just as serious as a bomb that goes off in Manchester or Birmingham or, or London. So I cannot for the life of me understand why they have not extended it to Northern Ireland. Just look what's happened in the last couple of weeks. We've had terrorists who have tried to plant a bomb on a sea ferry from Northern Ireland to Scotland. Had that been a sea ferry from Dover to Calais, every element of the state would be hunting them down now. But because it happened in Northern Ireland, there seems to be less urgency to do anything. So I think um, it's good legislation. I think it's right legislation. Uh, but I think it must, it must apply to Northern Ireland. And I call on um, both the Secretary of State, whoever that's going to be, um, uh, and our Justice Minister to take this up with the Westminster Government to ensure that it does apply to Northern Ireland. Well, the, the Justice Secretary, or at least he was the Justice Secretary five minutes ago, he may not be as the day goes by, uh, Robert Bu- Buckland, uh, yeah, the, Justice, uh, the Secretary of State for Justice, uh, right. uh, Robert Buckland. Yeah, there have been so many changes during the, the case of this morning, but I'm talking about the, the Secretary of State for Justice in England, Robert, Robert oh, Buckland. Got, yeah, yeah um, he has um, told MP that the government has not chosen to extend the legislation to Northern Ireland because the way in which sentences are calculated and put together by the Northern Ireland courts are different from other parts of the UK. 
you know, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Remember, terrorism is not within the competency of Northern Ireland devolved government. This is the competency of the Westminster government. And this is emergency legislation. So they can absolutely bring that in uh, and make us change what we have here because that they're allowed to do such. But even if you take that as a calculation of how we hand out sentences, and yes, we are chronically poor at handing out sentences to fit the crime, but we're still of the, we're still of the, of the argument that instead of having to do three quarters of whatever sentence they've got, they will only do half. And let me give you an example of that if I can, Frank. If you think about Kieran Maxwell, the ex-Royal Marine who was done for um, uh, terrorist offences while in England, he got 18, month, 18 years in jail. Under this new legislation, he will have to do something in the region of 12 years. Had he been in Northern Ireland, he is likely to have got between six and eight years in jail, and he would then only have to do three to four years. Now, that doesn't make sense no matter which way you look at this. So that argument that that, that Justice Minister makes does not hold water in any shape or form because this is not in the competency of Northern Ireland. This is a Westminster competency. It's emergency legislation and they can apply it to Northern Ireland. Just on the issue of Maxwell and other examples like that, yeah. is it retrospective or is it, f- it for, future, uh, for, for future cases? Well, I think there's, there's two things to say on this, um, if I can, Frank. We are not talking about any changes to the Belfast Agreement. So don't, don't forget about what happened pre-98, which is all covered in the Belfast Agreement. We are talking about the here and now. We are talking about terrorist activities that are happening here and now. So we could be talking about people who are in jail now for terrorist uh, offences, which took place post-98. So we could be talking about them. And we're also talking about people in the future. And we're not just talking about violent dissident Republicans. We're talking about what happens if, if a radical Islamist comes into Northern Ireland through Ireland and carries out an attack. Under our legislation, he would get a lesser sentence and he would get released earlier. So we have to future-proof this as, as well, because we are not immune in Northern Ireland from attacks from uh, Islamist terrorists or from neo-Nazi terrorists or from any other type of terrorist. So in your opinion, at this moment in time and going into the future, you get an easier deal if you commit your crime in Northern Ireland? Well, if I was sitting somewhere in Europe now, and I'm, I'm, I'm being hypothetical here, Frank, if I was sitting somewhere in Europe and I wanted to attack the UK state, just attack the UK state, I would come to Northern Ireland because if I got caught, I would get a lesser sentence and released earlier. Uh, why would you not? Why would you go to London when you get a harsher sentence um, uh, and, and get out later? So we would be that soft underbelly of the United Kingdom if they don't bring us in line uh, with the rest of the country. Our Justice Minister Naomi Long uh, saying while the decision on whether or not to extend the legislation lay with the Secretary of State, the, the new Secretary of State that we're about to, to have imposed <laughs> upon us, uh, Stormont officials would engage on the implications for Northern Ireland. So it, 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 is, it is being, it is being dis- discussed. Are there, are there many dissenting voices uh, in relation to... Um, to, to your point? Well, I, you know, I, I guess there'll always have people who have different opinions, and I guess some people have opinions because it's emergency legislation and they feel it, it won't be scrutinised as it should be scrutinised, and that's a, maybe a slightly different argument. Um, but I certainly know, uh, and I listen to Westminster and, and um, members of the Democratic Unionist Party who are there, we're, we're wanting it to be extended to Northern Ireland. The Ulster Unionist Party have been quick off the blocks to say we want it extended to uh, Northern Ireland. I absolutely accept this is not 
the, of uh, the Justice Minister in Northern Ireland's Nomi Long's doing. It's not her issue, but, but she has to now engage uh, in regards to this to see how we can get that extended to Northern Ireland with the new Secretary of State, whoever that, that may be. So um, the, the, there may be dissenting voices out there. Um, they will have to give their arguments why they would dissent to saying that a person in Northern Ireland uh, should be treated differently um, from a person in England, Scotland or Wales in regards to terrorist attacks. On the subject of the Secretary of State, who do you expect it to be? Julian Smith sacked this morning. Theresa Villiers also sacked a former Secretary of State and sacked as the Environment Secretary. Esther McVeigh sacked as the Housing Minister. Um, the, the Prime Minister is certainly putting a lot of them to, to the sword. Who do you believe will be elevated? Do you know what, um, Frank, can I be, I'll be really honest with you, I've got absolutely uh, no idea. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't have an inkling. Uh, I, I, it will be a Boris Johnson loyalist, that's without a, a shadow of a doubt. Um, somebody who is willing to do what Boris Johnson tells them to do. Uh, what I would say about Julian Smith is my dealings with him. Uh, he's a person, um, he's very easy to like. Um, he's a person who is um, strong in, in his outlook and he gets things done. And, and I guess that's the chief whip in him as well. Uh, and I think in the long term, um, he would have been a, a good and effective um, Secretary of State. He certainly brought dignity and help to those who suffered historical institutional abuse, and for that alone he must be commended. I, I had an issue with him, a, a one-point issue with him in regards to legacy and, and what he told me would and would not be in the New Deal that we're all, uh, we're all working to. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't think he should have stayed as the Secretary of State. It means I had an issue with him in regards to that. But in so, relation um, to that legacy, that seems to be why the Prime Minister has sidelined him. He's not of the yeah. thinking of the Johnny Mercers of this world. He, he's not really batting, many people would say, for the armed forces. Well, I'm not even sure it's, it's batting for the armed forces, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, uh, and, and there's another argument and, and discussion, I guess, in, in regards to that. Um, Frank, but um, there is a there's a feeling that he put stuff in that new deal, uh, that new decade, new new approach um, deal, uh, which bounced the prime minister. The prime minister wasn't ready for it, and and um, I believe that because I sat in front of Julian Smith on multiple occasions and asked him about legacy in the deal, and he said to me face to face, there will be no legacy in this deal. It will not be in it whatsoever. We'll do that at a, at a later stage. And yet it appeared in the deal, and not only did it appear in the deal, it appeared in the deal with a 100-day um, deadline. Um, so he absolutely bounced me and bounced my political party in regards to legacy. Uh, if he has bounced the Prime Minister in the same way, then um, I guess you're right. That's, that's the reason why he's found himself uh, out of a job. And can the new Secretary of State take it out of the deal? Well, there's so much in that deal, which, which is there's so much ambiguity within the deal. I, I, I guess, you know... Um, you could do whatever you want with that deal in many ways, and, and people won't say too much, but there's a reality to all of this, Frank, is somewhere along the line we have to sort out legacy. Uh, the Ulster Unionist Party have never supported the Stormont House Agreement legacy mechanisms. We've been clear on that. Other political parties do, and, and that's for them as well, and, and that's a discussion that we have to have, and that's a, a political discussion. But whoever that Secretary of State is going to be, they're going to have to take the bull by the horns, and they're going to have to fix this problem one way or the other. Uh, how they're going to do that, I don't know. The 100 days was 30 days ago. We haven't had any talks on legacy uh, since, so it hasn't moved forward one step. So there's a, there's a big piece of work to be done there. OK, Doug Beatty, uh, thank you very much indeed. Doug Beatty with the Ulster Unionists, the MLA for Upper Ban. The- Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.